I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Anfield Index proudly brings to you its Pro Wrestling Index. Yes, greetings, Grapple fans. Nostalgia is on the menu today as we uh, look ahead to the Royal Rumble event this weekend. Uh, it's myself and my regular uh, audio tag team partner, Kai Drinkle, for episode 115 of the Pro Wrestling Index. And Guy... What do you think this weekend? Are you excited or do you think we might get served up a big plate of crap? I always love the Royal Rumble. Um, and obviously we did the NXT preview last week. We already know that's got too much of the year contenders in January. Uh, I'm super excited about NXT TakeOver yeah. this weekend, by the way. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. But in terms of the Royal Rumble, I mean... It's not just the Rumble match. Obviously, we've got the women's one nowadays as well. Um, it's not just the both Rumble match. The card's actually good, apart from the tag team match, which we'll get into. But, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this weekend. It might be one where I stay up like, uh, stay up late for both of them, if if I can, in, in now my old age of 24. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is my intention to, uh, to stay up. My intention, but we'll see how that yeah. night progresses and how we get through it. Because, uh, yeah, we are on the road to... Um, Pointing at signs. It's that time of year where people oh, yes. just point randomly at signs. And yes, we all get very excited about that. Uh, and we got <laughs> we got a tweet reminding us which, uh, yeah, you just don't walk around work pointing at exit signs when it's time to clock off. <laughs> but anyway, anyway. Right, let's start with the nostalgia then. Okay, so this was a challenge to me and you guys, wasn't it? Uh, we were going to go back 10, 20 and 30 years to go back and revisit some previous Royal Rumble matches, uh, just to see how the, how things were then as opposed to now. Uh, first one was 1989. Then guy, it was only the second ever Royal Rumble and kind of consequently, I suppose at that stage, it was still a new thing, a new, mm. a new match. It hadn't really fully evolved. And they hadn't introduced the the whole concept of the winner, you know, booking their place 
at uh, the main event in WrestleMania, getting yeah. a title match and all of that. So there wasn't as much riding on it as such, hence why you, your early 90s, it was like 1991, was uh, you know Hulk Hogan the champion winning them? It's just, you know what I mean. It's just because Hogan won everything at that point. <laughs> um, but so 1989, only the second ever Rumble. Um, you didn't quite manage this one though, did you? I'll be honest, listeners. I had the intentions of watching the three that we mentioned. I did it the wrong way around. I went 2009, 99. And then I was planning on doing 89. But as we'll get to on 99, I couldn't take another rumble because that was abysmal. But uh, yeah, Andy, <laughs> you're going to have to share your memories of this one. <laughs> I've got nothing. Oh, man, you, you just went about it the, the whole entirely the wrong way. You've got to do it chronologically. I did. Uh, I do. So I do. <clears throat> there was, as we mentioned uh, just before we got started here, uh, between myself and Guy, this was the year that it had been referred to afterwards a few times as well, actually. It was uh, Axe and Smash of Demolition, who at the time were the uh, the tag team champions, that drew, uh, drew numbers one and two. So they started the Rumble off, and it was just great because it's it was so in keeping with their characters that they just went hell for leather with each other until the next person came out. Crowd loved it. I thought it was a really, really good spot, and it's... It's something I don't recall ever happening since, and it's it's a kind of thing I would like to see again. You know, the tag champs getting out there, numbers one and two, a nice little old to the old school, uh, and let them go at it. And and I, crowd would enjoy it. It's a bit of fun. It's just something different, and I think it just adds to that whole thing of, you know, the Royal Rumble is a different event. Is literally every man for himself, uh, and it's just something I I really enjoyed. Another big thing to come out of that one, it was the beginning of the uh, the Savage, uh, Randy Savage, uh, Hulk Hogan split because they were the mega powers. They were still kind of a tag team at the time. Savage was the champion, uh, and this was the beginning of them to uh, split in, going head to head, and they would uh, fight over the title at WrestleMania Five. So there was the beginning of that. However, it was the event itself was won by Big John Studd, and given that Hacksaw Jim Duggan won the first one, hence why we mentioned, you know, this was before her <laughs> WrestleMania main events were handed to the winner. So yeah, it wasn't quite as, um, it, the, it wasn't quite as, as consequential, the Royal Rumble back then, but um, it, it wasn't great, but it was, it was fun. And it was, it was interesting to see some guys that you probably not even heard of or never really seen before. So, there you go. So, anyway, 99 then. Uh, Guy, tell me about 99 oh, and how God. it managed to break you. I mean, obviously Stone Cold's first, and there's the whole storyline around Vince putting a hundred grand bounty on um, uh, on Austin's head, and yeah. saying if you eliminate him, you get that. And then uh, just Vin- Sorry, just, just quickly, Guy. Mm. What about the pop? When you go back mm. and you see then, you know, the and the crowd as well, all the amount of signs, handwritten signs in the crowd, and that pop when Austin comes out, it's 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 a shame in a way that you when you see that and you think, wow, mm. we don't really see, don't really get anything like that now. No, I mean, I think I think it's more to do with the audience rather than rather than the talent, um, because obviously that was the attitude here. Everyone was a bit older. And pretty, I imagine most crowds were like 
like the post WrestleMania ones, just a bit more mature and a bit more mental. So I, I mean, it, and going off that roster that was in that Royal Rumble, I'm not surprised Steve Austin was over because he was the only fucker in the fucking Royal Rumble. <laughs> Everyone else was shit apart from like Kane. Triple H wasn't really at his peak yet. Shawn Michaels wasn't there. Undertaker just popped out for three seconds. It was fucking horrendous. <laughs> So I'm not surprised Steve Austin was the only one who got a pop. Um, God, was there only was there only like four people worth a dot in that fucking uh, roster? Oh Jesus! Um, but yeah, I mean, Vince comes out second, and um, Lewis is Lewis Austin out into the uh, into the public bathrooms, and then gets attacked by the corporation. Then Austin comes out. Halfway through the rumble, and then you know he's won. You pr- obviously, I checked who. I think we all knew who won that one. Uh, anyway, but it just it get, even if you didn't, it came evidently clear as soon as you knew about that who was going to win. And obviously, Austin won everything and anything at that point. Um, so it was it was shit, and it was obvious who was going to win. And the last three in the match, I believe, or four in the match, I believe, were Austin, Big Boss Man. D'Lo Brown and Vince McMahon. Yeah, um, and Vince and, wins. Yeah, that was the that was the only shock. I I thought Austin was gonna win, and then obviously Vince does. Um, it was just fucking. That was the only shock in it. I thought Austin was the sure thing. Um, yeah, it was it was a low point of booking at the time for me. You know, mm. McMahon booking himself to win. I think he actually booked himself as a champion at one point, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah I might be wrong on that. Uh, it was a long time ago, but yeah, it was it was very obvious, and and it was a shame that the rumble was just really um, a prop in their storyline. But um, yeah, there was lots of mad stuff in there, wasn't there? There's so much. That was one of my, my one of my notes. This was the era of lots of roster filler. Uh, Undertaker kidnapping Mabel. Uh, Oh yeah, with the Ministry of Darkness. uh, Yeah, Kane eliminating self-chasing off doctors after eliminating (laughs) four people. Oh, that was so crap. Thing is, Kane had like the second best pop out of everyone and then he eliminated himself. That's just fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. It's just the fact that like D'Lo Brown was the top four. Oh, it's, just, oh, it's just mad. Mental. Absolutely mental. Um, there was the bit in there with um, Steve Blackman, Dan Seven, and... Oh, my word, his, his name escapes me now. The other Ken Shamrock. Mm. So we had the three, you know, kind of legit fighters in there. That that was a little bit of fun. But, Steve um, Blackman cannot throw a punch. Uh, well, punch. he can, but not, 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 fake, punch, punches. not fake punch. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I mean, he, I can't remember who he's fighting, uh, but he did some, he did some horrendous moves, and I was like, oh god, I, I, I just remember you trying to murder Shane McMahon. <laughs> but uh, oh dear, yeah, it's uh, th- that's the reason I didn't go back and watch '89. Um, but I mean, I suppose it got better from that point. Um, was it? Ro- wasn't uh, Rock v Mankind on the same card as well, so it wasn't all yeah. bad. Yeah. Oh no, it wasn't. It wasn't all bad. That that's the thing. You know, we we do look back at the Attitude Era with um, 
with rose-tinted glasses at times, you know, obviously a lot of fondness for that era. There was a lot of great stuff that happened. A lot of the headline stuff was fantastic, but a lot of the undercard was really poor, and there was some awful storylines and some awful booking, some awful matches at the time that there really was. And we kind of forget that because we weren't inundated with hours and hours and hours of content, so you could get past it. So yeah. Yeah, and it's just kind of highlighting. You go back and you look now in the cold light of day, and you think, "Oh my God, was there so much crap on then?" I don't remember it being this crap. There was a lot of people I did not recognise at all. There was a lot (laughs) of people. Who was Um, that? Who was the one who came out third? Who was fat and had like a Gorga? Yeah, who the hell was that? With the Eric Cartman shirt on. Yeah, yeah. Who was that? Yeah, he was part of the oddities. Uh, If I remember rightly, he was actually that was John Tenter who was the earthquake. All right, but with a mask on. So yeah, and then there was uh, Kurgan. Mm. Uh, just a mad, huge guy, <laughs> scary-looking guy. Yeah, there there was some um, there was some strange stuff happening at that time. But uh, yeah, you know, it's fun to look back. So what about two thousand and nine then? Because uh, this was just kind of moving into the era where. Of shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. There's not two ways about it. <laughs> so pulling funds. Yeah. It it moved into that area where it was. Things were really crap for a, for a two three years, and th- this is probably yeah just before that though. Th- this was I actually I kind of remembered it as not being great, but mm. when I went back and ro- watched it, I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was actually yeah quite good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was. We were what? Well, we were WhatsApping, kind of. I, I was WhatsApping at the group because <laughs> you made me watch it, and it started off pretty horrendously. Um, to be fair, who came out? For, was it Ray? Who came out first? Yeah, um, I believe. I think they, it was Ray and someone. John Morrison. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They came out first, and that was John Morrison. We're still with the Miz back then, so he wasn't. Um, and on his singles push just yet, but it, it, you could see the some bad stuff in there though, wasn't mm. there between them two? Yeah, yeah, it was very good. It was very good. I it mean, it was a cool ninety seconds. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but no, it was quite good. Obviously, it started off a bit shit with um the great Carly and Kozlov coming out pretty early on. But after that, I thought it was actually quite good. Um, obviously, Randy Orton won. Um, and this this was before Randy Orton became very stale, to be fair. And it was at the peaks of his power when he was with um, Legacy, uh, so Cody Rhodes and DiBiase. So that was quite interesting. Obviously, the Triple H storyline was that was re- that was if I remember correctly. I thought I don't think I what I was watching back then, but if I remember correctly from the bits and bits the bits and pieces I have seen, that's that was really well booked that feud. So the fact that they built from there. Um, the Randy Orton Triple H thing was really good, um, and um, yeah, I, I I looked at the re- I looked at the WrestleMania card to see what it actually built into. Obviously, we had Big Show eliminating Undertaker, which thank God didn't turn into a WrestleMania match because we eventually got Shawn Michaels v the Undertaker, <laughs> um, and then we got Big Show and v Edge v John Cena, which I imagined is the reason I can't remember that as a WrestleMania main event. <laughs> Um, but no, it was actually quite good. We didn't have any... Co- it was before Kofi Kingston madness moments because he got eliminated pretty quickly. We Dolph Ziggler got destroyed straight away, so I think it was before their pushes. Um, 
But the most telling thing for me, Andy, is you could see they had big plans for CM Punk. Because obviously at this stage he was a world, he was already a world champion. He already won Money in the Bank. Then he went on to win Money in the Bank again. And he was Intercontinental Champion at that time. So it is just a real shame what's happened with CM Punk. Because albeit um, the storyline and stuff when he actually got the WWE Championship. But he was obviously well thought of as a talent. Because he had quite a lot of success even in the early stages of his post-ECW thing. Which I, that that haunted me, remembering that ECW was on Sci-Fi and what it turned into. <laughs> but um, yeah, CM Punk was getting re- really well pushed, and um, and obviously after this, after that WrestleMania, they built onto his famous Jeff Hardy feud. So that's probably the takeaway from that for me was um, CM Punk looked like and did eventually become the future of the company. Yeah, he he did look good in the Rumble. He had they actually used him quite well in it. Uh, I mean, you look back. That that was a note I made as well. You look back at this, there's a lot of big-time players invo- involved in that mm. Rumble. Triple H, Orton, Taker, Kane, Rey Mysterio, Jericho, Punk, as mm. you mentioned. You know, a lot a lot of uh, major names were, were involved. And, you know, that's it over the years. You haven't really seen Taker involved in that many Rumbles. No, um, no. The, the real story of the Rumble for me, though, as you you know, you know alluded to early on, was it was legacy. Because, they, they you know, the, the members that came in kind of quite close to each other sort of midway through and they kept that consistently throughout it so I, I thought it was it was quite strong it was one of them rumbles where they booked it almost like a, an actual match to sort of speak you know they kept the storyline and they booked yeah, it yeah. and it went consistently through to the end so it was yeah it, it was it was definitely booked in with a like you say you know with wrestlemania in mind mm. <laughs> sometimes it doesn't kind of feel like that does it it's almost like oh we'll just use a couple of spots here and there to try and get a few people over uh, we'll fill some time, uh, and then we'll uh, put someone over at the end. It, yeah. it does sometimes feel a bit sort of thrown together and a bit hashed, hashed up. So yeah, it was it was it was actually uh, pleasantly surprisingly mm. good. Got the fastest it, elimination in Royal Rumble history as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that that was that was done so well. I'd, that was <laughs> that was a bit of fun. <laughs> Straight in, bam, gone. Yeah, that was I enjoyed that. I did the uni bro. That was the year of Santina Morella at WrestleMania as well. <clears throat> oh, oh <laughs> just to ruin that. See, we 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 were you know it was all going so well. We, you know, yeah. we were looking back fondly, but there you go. You had to spoil it. Don't make me go back and watch that WrestleMania. <laughs> no. Right, so uh, that'll do for our nostalgia bit. I think we should uh, get to to the here and now. Okay, so we'll we'll leave the rumble matches themselves to the end because we've got uh, obviously we've got our picks, we've got listener picks to go through on that. Um, I've also got some stats to share with you, and we'll also make some predictions in there as to maybe who do we think might be a surprise entrant because they they do like to throw in a, a nostalgic surprise here and there, and and sometimes not nostalgic, just plain old surprises. So we'll get to all of that, but um, let's delve into the card itself then, Guy. Um, it's going to be on the pre-show, but Buddy Murphy, Akira Tozawa, Hideo Itami, Kalisto in a fatal four-way for the Cruiserweight Championship. Um, this, for me, should just be fun to watch. Simple as that. Yeah, yeah, I think, obviously, the Cruiserweight's been on the, the actual main card a few times. 
Um, yeah, I think this one will just attract viewers to the actual pre-show. Because if it was on the main card, it'd probably get lost. Because obviously the both rumbles take about... They'll probably take an hour and a half between them both, if not longer. Um, so the fact it's on the pre-show, I think it'll get a lot more time. It may not have the atmosphere of the, that the match deserves. But in terms of viewing at home... I think it'll just be 10-15 minutes of utter madness because it, 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 it just, that's what they, that's what they are. They're obviously quality, but the fact that it's a fatal four-way, it, it'll just get absolutely mental. And I'll, 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 I'll watch the pre-show just for that. Yeah, all, all four guys can go as well, so hmm. it, it, there should be some really good stuff in there. Uh, good to see Hideo Tami again. Um, Rusev versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the uh, United States Championship. I almost forgot that Rusev was actually Same. the champion. Um, yeah, and Nakamura's title reign has been a total waste. But hey, um, a pre-show, a pre-show encounter. This one. This belt needs major surgery. It it needs a Cena run. That's how bad it is at the minute. It needs a Cena Open Challenge run. I think you know what I think. I think it just needs presenting in a better way. Yeah, because really. it's not even been on. It's not even been on TV. It's not exactly. been on SmackDown. It's, it's exactly. Stupid. Yeah. 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 And that's the thing. You know, you you make your US title, your your intercontinental title. For me, that that's that's your championship that gets defended on TV regular. You get to see your champion every week. They're in action a lot. It's like the workhorse title. Your main mm. title is your special attraction. That's the one that very rarely gets defended on TV. So when it does, it feels special, usually just defended on uh, your pay-per-view events and you don't always see the champion in action. For me, that again, that keeps it kind of special. It, you know, it gives them that kind of stature. It's, I know it, that's old school thinking. It's a simplistic way of doing it, but by God, you know, it's logical and it works. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I fully agree. I fully agree. But what for me, this title Rusev should win and then drop the title to see an Almas, and then we should get. Obviously, I, I imagine you've been watching SmackDown as well. They should give Rey Mysterio and Almas a proper storyline, even if you want to give it a triple threat or whatever. At WrestleMania, we should see Almas with a US title, v Rey Mysterio, and add whoever else you want in. But that that. Almas has put on some of the best TV matches we've seen in recent times, uh, and Rusev. They just they just pulled the trigger too late. I mean, if they had it in English and stuff, he was still over then. But dead character now, to like probably a year too late in terms of Rusev. So I drop the title Almas ASAP if it's at the Elimination Chamber. So be it, and then. Almas v Ray at WrestleMania, give them 10-15 minutes. We've already seen what they can do with that on TV when there's ad breaks and stuff. If you give them at if you give them that at WrestleMania, they'll probably top all the matches. So that's what I'd do with the US title. I I like that shout actually of um, of the title shifting across to uh, to Andrade Cien Almas. Notice I said Andrade Cien Almas, not just Andrade. But hey. <laughs> Yeah, I like that shout. That's a good one. Um, moving down the card, then what about the bar? Cesaro and Sheamus taking on the besties, Miz and Shane McMahon. Um, Is that what I, I'll be honest. Called? Well, no, oh, that's just that. Thank yeah. Christ, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, 
I, look, I, I will, I will um, be honest and say I dislike pretty much anything with Shane McMahon in it. Um, I'm just n- not a fan. Um, but God, I think this has been horrendous, and and I just think this is just going to be awful, awful. This might be the worst thing he's ever been involved in. Quite possibly. Obviously, the Saudi. Know. The Saudi Arabia thing was pretty horrendous, but that was one night of, of horrendous. This has taken over TV for a while, um, and they're going to win. We we know they're going to win the title. If they don't win, it means it's going to be Shane McMahon v Miz at WrestleMania, and I'd rather them win. I'd rather not that happen. I don't. That's the match. I, that's the match. If it ends up being Miz v Shane at WrestleMania, that's the match I'll fall asleep on, hundred percent. I'll fall asleep on that match. Whereas this match, we they're definitely going to win. We know that's going to happen. And it's going to be horrendous. It's going to be yeah. shit. And obviously, we, we haven't done the news, but obviously there's rumours a revival have asked for their release. And you could probably, if shit like that continues to happen, especially on SmackDown where you've got so many good tag teams, the sanity isn't being used, the bar, not the bar, um, the club isn't being used. You could see others asking for the release because it's yeah. been booked really fucking stupidly. Yeah, that's just the line I was going to go along, actually. Um, you know, I, I don't think anything really gets over for me when, you, when you're trying to, you're really sort of showcasing McMahon's in the ring because... You know, Shane's in his what mid to late forties. Obviously, Vince is seventy. <laughs> you know, we we don't need to see them. We certainly don't need to see them competing. Uh, when I say we don't need to see them, not I don't mean as in all or on TV. Mm. We, you know, use them fleetingly on TV. They, then they have their effect. We know who they are. We know that the, the the positions that they're in. Use them fleetingly. It's much more effective. We don't. I don't need to see them pushed. Uh, on the on the card like this, I really don't want. I don't want to see it. Don't need to see it. I think it's to the detriment of of the product. It's to the detriment of other people. It really doesn't doesn't do a thing for me. Uh, you you know, look back at what we're talking about. Ninety nine. It's just it's just so unnecessary. You've got loads of talent there. Make use of it. And as you mentioned, you know the rumors are that the uh, the revival as for their release. Uh, that it's not being granted. We've seen them on TV. Apparently, they've been given assurances that they'll be used better and. They'll be putting more emphasis on the tag team division, blah, blah, blah. And then we saw the stupid way in which they were booked yep. on Raw. And they, like you said, you know, we've got they've got sanity on SmackDown, but you wouldn't actually know it because they've barely they've barely figured on TV. They are absolutely capable of, of adding to it, of, of really contributing and putting something to it. Put a mic in Eric Young's hand. Use them as a group. Killian Dane, what a difference maker. You've got the club. Quality tag team, you know, they paid for them to come back from Japan, brought them in, turned them into a comedy act, and then, you know, they, they took a bit of work, and now they've disappeared. You know, you've got some quality tag teams there, and, and I'm a big, I am a huge advocate of tag team wrestling, and I'm a long, long, long time fan of tag team wrestling. They were often my, my favorite parts of the show going right back to to when i first started watching was tag teams i love watching demolition i was a huge fan of the heart foundation all the way through tag team wrestling is a diamond is an actual absolute diamond used well and booked well and they have got some quality teams there and you know authors uh, authors of pin aop 
what's suddenly happened mm, to them. They've been used terribly since they're brought up. You know, as we've seen in NXT, tag team matches can be some of the best matches that you, you have to showcase. And, and they can be a great vehicle for getting people over and creating future feuds and, and singles pushes and everything like that. But they can add to the product. They add so much to it. And this just screams of, uh, of just, again, you know, really undervaluing tag team wrestling. And and it's and it's a crying shame. It really is. And and honestly, as as much as I'd hate to see them depart, you can under, totally understand if the likes of the club and and the revival say, you know what, Pff, screw this, we'll go, we'll go somewhere else where we will get showcased and used properly. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And obviously, <clears throat> as we mentioned on the last show with AEW making. See, seemingly making big plays that that's the sort of thing that would attract the revival obviously they had the uh, twitter feud with um the bullet club if i remember correctly and and you could see it being really interesting especially with the young books this is obviously a natural feud there and you could probably think all right that would probably one of the be one of the best tag team matches ever if 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 they did it properly and that that's the sort of stuff that wwe should be worried about because it's casual audiences will obviously always favor WWE, but if if they go if they go over to AEW, they get a TV deal as you mentioned, and and you get WWE talent just having five star matches. You'll just think, well, they're just getting held back here. Even even if it just draw, draws in a few casual viewers, just think, why didn't they do that in WWE? That that's mental. And um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be a real shame if we didn't see. The revival, especially the revival, because we've seen them be the best tag team in the company, it, without a shadow of the doubt. When it was them v DIY, they were the best tag team in the company and American Alpha back then. But revival, revival were were just pumping out five star matches, and it's a real shame we've not seen that on the main roster. He is hoping that they do get do get a match um, to to or just get a stage. Really, I mean, we obviously point at WrestleMania, but. What they're gonna do? Put the revival v. Who's the chap? Barude v. Fucking Gable for for this for three months now. It's not gonna happen. So the revival's gonna have to win the titles if they want a WrestleMania chance. And it's not. It's not good. It just doesn't look like it's gonna happen, especially that they've asked for the for the releases. So I imagine they're gonna get shitly booked like they did on Raw. I think we've spent enough time on this match because I thought it would be one. <laughs> yeah. we, I thought it'd just be one we call shit and move on. Yeah. <laughs> So, well, let's move on then to uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship. Asuka defending the title against Becky Lynch. Um, I'm I'm kind of really 50-50 on this as to whether or not they put the title back on Becky and they're going to go that way and we maybe uh, see some that, that used in by ways of a, of a triple threat at WrestleMania or whether... Um, they keep the title on Asuka in, in some form and Becky Lynch then gets herself into the rumble. Um, I'm, I'm kind of torn as, as to what will come out of this. I think Asuka will win, but someone will cost Becky. Because I think, I don't think they'll want all the women's champions in one match at WrestleMania unless we've predicted the WrestleMania women's main event all wrong and they end up just doing Charlotte v fucking 
um, Ronda, which would be her. It would be good, but it'd be disappointing, wouldn't it? But um, yeah, I, I'm not sure if I'm not sure if they'd want the SmackDown Women's Champion and the Raw Women's Champion yeah. in one match. Unless, so. unless, unless they were going to do uh, like an undisputed mm. Women's Championship, and then obviously you've got um, a tag team championship, so that they then you have more of a, a floating yeah. Women's a floating champion. champion. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that that, that's sense, the yeah. only way out. But I guess at the, the this juncture, there's not really sort of any hints or indications that, that mm. they're going to go down that route. No, no. That actually makes quite a bit of sense, but I don't really see them doing it because obviously there's a lot of... There's quite a lot of talent in there. Most of it will probably be crammed into the tag team division. And then you obviously get the odd thing in the, in the singles division. But I think... Once a few more NXT call call ups come up, um, and obviously you got Lacey Evans and Nikki Cross still to settle in, I think there'll be there'll be a decent amount of talent to still have the two singles division and then one tag team division. So I don't think it needs it just yet, but I think it'd be, I think it'd improve the quality of the feuds, and we wouldn't have Mandy Rose v Naomi um, in, in that horrendous thing. But yeah, I mean, I think Asuka will win because I think they need to. They just need to verify her status as as, as a champion, really, because she's obviously a bit lost when in when in a mic situation with Becky Lynch. Because, like, let's be honest, everyone would be at the minute. <laughs> um, and um, it's a delicate one, though, guy, isn't hmm. it? Be- because, like you said, and you know, was a good point as well. Yeah, you know, for the way that they've booked so Asuka so badly since WrestleMania last year, that she does need that. You know that solidifying in that status as as a champion, but then mm. Becky Lynch, you know, her, her losing clean could harm her mm. in a way. So it's could it, it's Charlotte a delicate one. Or, that, that, or I think Ronda. I think that's yeah, I think that's a, a very real possibility, very real mm. possibility. Say if they put Ronda on first, she wins comfortably, as we imagine. Oh, just it has a good match, but wins clean. I could see Ronda costing Becky Lynch. Um, and then say, I won't spoil it, but then the obvious winner of the Women's Royal Rumble <laughs> wins, and then you've st- then you can build the feud from there, I suppose. But um, this this is quite it's quite weird with the women's division because there's so many different routes you could go, and mm. um, which is not such a bad thing. No, no, it's a very good thing. No. It's a very it's just it's just you want that perfect main event. You want. You want Becky Lynch v Ronda Rousey, and obviously they're gonna want Charlotte in there, so we can take yeah. we can take the triple threat match. But I we really need Becky Lynch in the in the in the women's main event of WrestleMania, if not yeah, the main I, event. Yeah, absolutely. And like as you mentioned, Ronda Rousey, Sasha Banks. I think this will be a really good match. It's good to see Sasha back, you know, in in the title mix again. Um, but it's hard to see. Anything but Ronda Rousey uh, coming out on top. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think this will be Ronda's best match pretty comfortably because I think this is the first elite worker bar Charlotte she's worked with. Um, so I'm expecting a really good match. Um, it will surely top all of the Nia Jack stuff, Alexa stuff, who else you thought? Oh, God, Nikki. Bella. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I think this will be Ronda's best match and hopefully a bit more bit more technical rather than just have some tank try and bully you um so yeah it'll be i think this will be very good obviously obviously ronda's gonna win i mean that'd be the biggest shock if ronda lost but um yeah i, I imagine sasha's future's in the uh, tag team division for now 
Yeah, I, I think you're probably right. Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles for the WWE title. I I can't see the, the title changing hands. I'm just looking forward to watching this match because mm. um, the, these two are so good and uh, I think they've got better and better together. So I think the chemistry is, is, is coming along nicely and I think this will be a really good match despite that crappy showdown that they try to uh, put together on, on SmackDown. Yeah. I mean... The showdown was actually crap, but how good is Daniel Bryan as a heel? <laughs> yeah, well, it was kind of. Well, remember, you remember when he first they first turned him heel? Do you remember I said maybe it's just a bit of a conspiracy theory mm. here? But you know how um, Vince, how the McMahon family are, are kind of tied into Trump. Um, yeah. Is this you know a way of, of making anyone who, who talks about? Um, uh, environmental issues and whatnot seem like a heel. You've got to boo these people, you know, getting that mindset across. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder more. I'm starting to wonder more. <laughs> Thing is, you kind of felt in the crowd, everyone was just like, eh, is he kind of right? <laughs> uh, but not, I yeah, mean, why, I, yeah, why should I boo him? He's absolutely uh, right. Yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah, fuck all people. <laughs> Vince is in the ring, just like, just getting the fucking ring, you prick. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, this has probably been AJ's best. Obviously, the Samoa Joe stuff was brilliant, um, as well. But I think this is definitely AJ's best feud since um, the Cena stuff, all the way back then. Um, but yeah, I mean, Daniel Bryan's really shocked me. I didn't realize he, obviously, he was a heel back back in the day, and he was a bit more of a, a whingy little bitch. But now he's the the character's just brilliant. I I think. It's so unique, um, and and obviously he has some of these feelings, uh, as we know he's like a vegan and uh, environmentalist and uh, one of them. But it, he just he just seems very natural at it, and I, I think he's I think he's one of the best characters in the company at the minute. Yeah, it's just a kind of extension of himself and just amplified and obviously yeah, taking yeah. extremes and exaggerations and all the rest of it. So it's yeah, it, it is good to it's good to watch it and fun to see. So. Um, the Universal Championship then, Brock Lesnar, Finn Balor. I have a little theory here, actually, that... Oh. Right. Because, obviously, originally it was going to be Braun Strowman and and Lesnar, and I do wonder if if they kind of looked at this and thought, well, you know, Strowman didn't really... You know, this, this is the babyface who won his opportunity of a title match by not even competing and having... Other people, you know, basically win the win the match for him. It's not exactly baby face stuff, is it? And they've had two matches before; they weren't great. And Strowman didn't come out of them looking very good. And they've had a period of rebuilding for him after both of them. So I do wonder whether or not they thought, actually, you know what? Rather than do that, scrap it. We'll rather than him looking bad and having to rebuild him again and, and potentially do lasting damage. Will save them having a match at a, a future juncture, and perhaps, perhaps a WrestleMania match for them too. Now, rather than the Rumble, and instead we get um, we get something that the crowd would really like to see, which is Finn Balor taking on Lesnar. And Lesnar seems to do really well with smaller guys in there. The the chemistry, the 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 dynamic just seems to work better. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That that last point is definitely true. His best matches have came against CM Punk, um, AJ, 
Daniel Bryan was good after the weird start. Um, it, it's definitely true. It's definitely true about that. Um, I never want to see Brock Lesnar v Braun Strowman again, if I'm honest. Uh, Braun Strowman's really, really bad on the mic recently. Uh, when when he was trying to set up the feud, I think it was last week. Oh my god! I mean, Lesnar actually laughed at him. Mm. <laughs> it was um, and I mean, Lesnar's not exactly good on the mic. If he's laughing at you for for what you say, it's pretty fucking funny. It's. I, I just don't think he's getting quite the pops that he was getting before. No, no. And I, and I do think that second loss has has really done some damage that he still hasn't recovered from. And then the quick heel turn, it just, it doesn't yeah. do it anymore. And I think we, most of, most people would agree Brock Lesnar's going to win. But if... What is he? That's the question, isn't it? I think we're going to get Demon Balor. And, uh, oh, yeah, I think I think that's... That's probably... I, I, I'm sort of, yeah, I'd be about sort of 80% certain we're going to get a Demon Balor, which in itself is going to be... You know, just a memorable moment. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think Demon Balor's lost on the main card yet. So, you know. Um, I, I think Brock's going to win. But if Finn Balor won, oh my God, what a fucking moment that would be. Yeah. What a build I, that'd be. Yeah, I, I think it's it's certainly much more likely that the title stays on Lesnar and then it gets handed over to someone else at WrestleMania. But I do, there's, there's just this little nagging voice at the back of my mind telling me, maybe, you know, there's some things going on here where they they feel they need to move the title over because Brock's looking at other things. Mm. Uh, they're going to do it now, and they don't need a title on Brock, you know, for, for a WrestleMania match against, say, AJ Styles. It doesn't need a title. You can build it around their previous match and and also how they were going to have that match at Survivor Series and yada, yada, yada. Uh, Maybe, you know, this whole thing of wanting the title back on TV and then we get that whole thing that we started, you know, with, you know, Finn Balor finally gets his universal title run, albeit maybe only till WrestleMania, but... You know, it gets a bit. It get, gets the audience happy. They feel a bit happier. Maybe they tune in. They're seeing the champion on TV again and all that. That's that's just kind of eating at the back of my mind at the moment. Oh, the thing is, the thing is with that. Say Finn won miraculously. It changed everything in the Royal Rumble match because you'd you'd assume that it'd be Finn Balor v Brock again at WrestleMania. You'd assume that. Or you'd add in. <laughs> well, you'd probably add in someone else. Maybe the Royal Rumble ha- winner. Well, do you do you have do you have like I mentioned? You go back to the original when the title was brought in, and it was Rollins and Balor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's where I'm kind of going. <laughs> All right, sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was gonna. Uh, I was gonna say. Obviously, if Le- say if Les, I don't know what his contract is, but say if Lesnar's definitely, he'll definitely have a WrestleMania match. We know that. Say if they have Finn v Lesnar again, but the winner of the Royal Rumble, say it's Seth, then we have that triple threat. We've seen Brock. He obviously works better with small people, but we've obviously seen him in triple threat matches, fatal four matches, and they're some of his best matches as well. 
So if you had a triple threat with Brock and Finn at WrestleMania, that would be fantastic. It'd obviously leave a lot of question marks about SmackDown, because I have no idea where they go with it. Well, I was just going to say, who's to say that the winner of the Rumble doesn't want WWE title? Yeah. And Daniel Bryan? That That's the only thing, is because you look at the SmackDown roster, there's not many faces on there who you'd want in a WrestleMania main event. Obviously what if Balor? What, what if? Uh, sorry. What if? Uh, what if it's Rollins that wins and and wants Daniel Bryan? He wants that WWE title. Oh, that'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean? There are there are different ways that you can take it, aren't there? Yeah, yeah. Well, do you want to get into the Royal Rumble now? Or do the women's one and then get on at the men? Because I think Brock's going to win, and we're going to get. I think we're just going to get a standard match at WrestleMania. But this is probably the most I've thought about a title match in a while. Obviously, we've all seen mm. that Braun had win and Roman win. But this one, you kind of like, Brock's definitely going to win, but <laughs> it's just weird. So this is yeah. probably the most thought-provoking one. I think I think it's good, though, isn't it, that you, you when you look at it and think about it, you think, actually, you know, there, there are different possibilities here, mm. like this title, and then again, when you look at Asker and Becky Lynch, you've got them different possibilities, and it is good that it's not quite so entirely predictable. That you think, actually, you know what? It is actually very viable that they could go down that route or that route. So, it, it's definitely better for the show. So, yeah. right before we get into these uh, the actual Rumble matches, then here get a few stats here for you. I, I was about this. So, last year's winners obviously were Nakamura and Asker. Uh, we know that. Um, most Royal Rumble wins. Do you know who that is? Is it Austin? And it certainly is. Randy no, Orton. Or is it no, just Austin? just just Stone Cold Steve Austin has got three. Uh, Randy Orton is uh, alongside John Cena, Batista, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and Hulk Hogan with two wins apiece. So, uh, most eliminations. Do you know who's got that? Must be Kane. Ooh, you're close. He's second. He got 11 eliminations oh, in 2001. In one? Is it in one? It's Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah. 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 Roman Reigns. Meant, I thought you meant oh. overall. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, fair. Yeah, Roman Reigns got 12 back in the 2014. Uh, just by prerequisite as well of these stats, we are not including uh, the so-called greatest Royal Rumble, whatever it was called. We're not including that because that Sausage doesn't count. Shit. <laughs> it, yeah, it just doesn't count. It's That was the Oil Rumble, not the Royal Rumble. This is the the proper thing, the real thing. Uh, longest time spent in a rumble, in a single rumble, was Rey Mysterio back in two thousand and six, um, mm-hmm. and just smidging over an hour and two minutes. Because um, that 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 oil rumble won the greatest oil rumble thingy. Daniel Bryan beat that time, but obviously that was fifty entrants and whatnot. It just doesn't count. It yeah. does not count. We will not have it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, the winning numbers, uh, the winning entry numbers, okay, the most wins of the Royal Rumble have come from number 27. Four winners from that number, so there you go. And 30 and 24 are next in line. They've both got three winners. Uh, numbers one and two, Guy, have had two winners apiece. Lovely. So uh, yeah, so that whole thing of you know you coming in at the start and you you don't win it. They've done that. They've done that a few times. So you never know. Here's an interesting one for you. Numbers that have never ever won the Royal Rumble. Okay, so if anyone comes in on these numbers, 
Uh, just take them off your list. That's 4, 6, 7, 9, 10, 11, 12, 15, 16, 17, 20, 21, 26. That's a lot of numbers there, considering the Rumble's been going just over 30 years. you got to shake that out a bit. you got to shake it up. <laughs> Got to shake it up. I mean, we've we've got to play Royal Rumble Bingo, Andy. We've got to pick the number. <laughs> yeah, we got. Yeah. yeah, that's one that's for the listeners. One send in one, your number. Yeah, one for the listeners. Royal Rumble yeah. Bingo. Yeah. Send in your <laughs> number, people. <laughs> you mentioned listeners. Uh, we did put it out there on the uh, the Pro Wrestling Index uh, Twitter account um, at pw underscore index. Uh, by the way, we asked you for some uh, suggestions of your own who you think might uh, might win. Uh, Jason Roberts uh, said uh, wanted to be boring and unimaginative and went with uh, Rollins and Charlotte Flair. Mm-hmm. Um, Sheriff Lonestar from the uh, True Penny show um, said, <laughs> just kind of assuming that Becky Lynch just wins everything. I like that one. Uh, Dave Hendrick uh, picked out um, Seth Rollins for the men's and Bailey for the women's. So that was a, that was a different one. Mm. Um, nice. Nice, nice shout from uh, Waterloo Wildman, um, who said uh, thinks uh, Killian Dane is a good shout to uh, pick up some elimination points in there as well. Yeah, there's a Paddy Power thing. If you've not seen, if you look at look at our recent uh, conversations, he he put out a thing where you can uh, pick three people. You get ten points, and you got to pick three people um, to do well in the to do well in the Rumble. I picked Rey Mysterio, Adam Cole. And Killian Dane, so that's where that conversation came from. Oh right, but I like that one anyway. Yeah. And uh, Jay Stewart has picked uh, Seth Rollins and Becky, so a few different picks for the women's, but um, pretty much everyone going for the same pick for the men's. So, do you, do you think do you think it is going to be that predictable? I mean, we'll look at the women's one first because unfortunately, I, I think a lot of it is going to be pretty crap. Um, and that's purely because half of the roster uh, are not that great. Um, I don't think we're going to have quite as many nostalgia entrants as we did last year, which I can understand last year it was the first ever one. Yeah. I still think there was a bit too many, but hopefully we only get two or three this year because it really needs to move on and be its own thing. Um, it's it's difficult, uh, isn't it, to to see beyond maybe a couple of people? I think, oh, I think Ember Moon will win. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And I'll tell you why is because I think you don't need the Royal Rumble win to book the Ronda match with Becky and Charlotte. I think you can just say, all right, Ronda, you beat everyone. You've obviously got this shit. And then you don't need you don't need the the Royal Rumble to cross over um shows. Um so I think they'll just I think they'll just book that normally and then Ember Moon will win and go, I want I want my revenge on Oscar because I'll never beat her. And I think that's how they'll book it. And I think Ember Moon will be better on SmackDown for it. Mm. I think that is a very, very interesting show and I I quite like that one actually. Um perhaps um, it says Charlotte costs Becky the title, and Becky costs Charlotte the Rumble. Rumble, yeah. And then we, show. yeah, and we maybe we get to uh, the triple threat in in that manner. That's a good one. But I suppose I I put it out there a long time ago, didn't I? The um, the double winners. Yeah, Becky, yeah, yeah. Becky and Charlotte. Becky to to uh, because the, you know they've only announced so many entrants into the Rumble. Um. So Becky gets her way into the, the rumble, maybe comes out and attacks someone who's making their way out, takes over their, their number and, uh, and we get double winners. Cause like I say, you know, I, I did put it out there a long time ago, so it's, it's only right that I've got to stick mm-hmm. by it and go with it. So yeah. what the hell I'll say they pull double winners and that's how we get our triple threat. Maybe. Right. This is going to sound weird, but say if Becky and Charlotte are the last two, and they kind of get each other on the apron or something, imagine if Ronda comes down and pulls them both off. Do you want to rephrase that? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of attitude air, air, um, reference there for you. <laughs> oh, dear. But yeah, imagine if Ronda eliminates Becky and Charlotte. Like, mm. just, just interferes. That would be quite cool. Mm, be interesting. Like you said, there are. It's interesting what they can do with it. I just think getting there. Um, unfortunately, a lot of it's going to be a bit painful. But hey ho. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so you're going for you're going to go for Ember Moon. Yeah. I'm. I'm going to stick with my double winners of Charlotte and Becky Shout from from ages ago. Um, what about the men's one then? Because everybody, as we're getting from the listeners, you know, everybody is going for Seth Rollins. Um, is it really that predictable and, and that obvious? Hmm. Mm-mm-mm. I don't think it's that obvious. He's obviously the heavy favourite. But do you, do you do you need him to win the Rumble to set up a feud with Brock Lesnar? Not really. Do you? I mean, Brock Lesnar's beat everyone 
worthy of note now, apart from Seth Rollins. Obviously, I think he's beat him in a triple threat match and stuff, but he still must be... You could easily just go, alright, I, I stole the title off you so many years ago with the money in the bank. Let's do it for let's do it for real now. I'll do it for Roman. I'll do it for whatever. Um, so possibly, I, I I think he's the favorite, and I probably would pick him. But we made the point that SmackDown is so barren of top level talent, other than AJ, and I don't think he can really do Brian Brian v AJ for this long, uh, for that long, um, without it getting horrendously stale. So you could possibly see, um someone surprisingly win and then go to SmackDown and then challenge Brian. I mean, it could still be Seth who goes and challenges Brian, as we said, but I think I think the natural feud is for him is with Lesnar. Um, but I, just, just, just holding that thought, just holding yeah. that thought there, you mentioned the word surprise, and what we haven't done is any surprise picks. So, mm. Quickly on the women's one, do you think we any surprise entrance? Because for me, I, I think Lita and and um, Trish and Trish Stratus, yeah, uh, are pretty almost pretty much given that we'll see them, and and probably probably a couple of others as well. Michelle McCool, yeah, probably. <laughs> God, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that the, with the women, it's probably slightly more obvious in terms of surprise entrance like that. Uh, what about NXT? Do you think we'll see anyone from NXT turn up in a women's rumble? Shane is the only one, isn't it? I don't think any of the others have been around that long. Maybe Carrie Sane, um, possibly. Mm, that's a good shout. That's a good yeah. shout. Yeah, I think them two are probably the ones because they've been around a bit. They've had a feud for a while. Um, obviously the match before, I mean, if Shayna loses, she'll definitely be in the Women's Rumble. If not, she could still be in it, I don't think she'd win. But if she, uh, I mean, if she, if she lost on NXT, she could probably be a surprise winner. Um, interesting, interesting. Mm. Um, but you, when you mention surprises as well, Lord, like with the men's one, could we, I mean, who do you expect to see in terms of surprise entrance? Because I, I think there's going to be a few nostalgia ones in there, and I, I could certainly pick them out. Um, I think, <laughs> possibly, I think I think there's there's a good chance we'll see Shawn Michaels. Oh. I, I just I just have this feeling that we, we're going to see him. No. Um, well, he's on the pre-show, isn't he? Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Oh, it's going to happen, isn't it? What about Rob Van Dam? He was a surprise in the 2009, <laughs> two, 10 years on. Uh, another Rob Van Dam? I mean, he's just, he's he's always the safest bet, isn't he, <laughs> Rob Van Dam? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He must be getting on now, but fucking hell, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, who could be, in terms of shout, I'm not really sure. Mm, because the, the other, obviously, the other, the big, the big one out there, because he hasn't, uh, as we record this, he hasn't yet confirmed his future. Mm. Is one Kenny Omega? Now, the you know the the he's the the favourites to sign him are e AEW, without yeah. a doubt. You know that is a lot of people feel that is where he's headed. He's going there, but um, there was lots of rumours over AJ Styles before he came in, and then it was you know well it kind of dampened down. And the feeling was, no, his contract goes to the end of the month. We won't see him. It's, you know, another one of those where it's a rumour and we'd like to see it, but it just doesn't happen. And boom, it happened. So, 
you know, we're talking about, you mentioned the SmackDown roster. If, if this happens, Kenny Omega, Daniel Bryan, WrestleMania. I f- oh, that'd be fun. I think they'd probably put AJ in there as well. Just, just to make it fucking mental. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I don't know why. I still, I still think we're gonna. I, I, I quite fancy us seeing AJ and Brock at uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. I could be totally, totally wrong, but I don't know. I just get that feeling, you know, that, that they pulled that match, you I know, mean, that, really late on, where, whether lovely. they were thinking. That'd you know, be lovely because it means it means Finn wins, so I'd be all down for that. But mm. I mean, if if Omega's there, I mean that is the natural one. He's not going to take on Lesnar or, or Finn, is yeah. He? And he doesn't have to win the Rumble either. That's no, the thing, isn't no, it? No, no. I mean, it's just, just it, could it is just the come exact, in. Yeah, yeah. It's the exact same as AJ. He can just last. Say if yes. he lasts forty-five, two and out, probably not two and out. Say if he lasts forty odd minutes, um, knocks out a few people, uh, a few notable people. Um, it, it it just builds itself perfectly and then announce him on SmackDown. Raw can have all the NXT filler, but SmackDown's got Kenny Omega, and then you can build whatever feud you want. If they wanted to just do Omega v um, AJ, which I think is one of the matches that he mentioned, he's mentioned in interviews in the past, you could just do that instead of AJ v Brock, um, and then have Brian v whoever. But um. Omega on SmackDown would make a lot more sense because obviously it's full of all the indie stars. Obviously, Brian was a huge indie star before WWE and stuff like that. And there's so many dream matches on there as well. Yeah, and it's just a natural uh, fit. So it's it makes just for me. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's just for me. You know, if if you you do get that surprise of Finn Balor wins the title, you know, then you can you can have Rollins win the Rumble, and you've got Rollins. Finn at WrestleMania. You've got the backstory for them, absolutely perfect for me. AJ Styles, uh, Brock Lesnar at, at WrestleMania doesn't need a title. You've got all the backstory and the history for that to build up a match, and then Kenny Omega. And, <laughs> imagine Kenny Omega and and Daniel Bryan. I mean, you've got three, you know, high caliber matches, really, you know, top end ones get a lot of attention. And and the, Daniel Bryan straight away, you know, Kenny Omega talk about that he's he's travelled the world, and there you go immediately. Daniel Bryan, you've travelled the world using airplanes, you burning fuel, harming the environment, <laughs> blah 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 blah. It's it would be gold. I, again, if if it's a big if, and and that all yeah. depends, I guess, on that future of Kenny Omega, just where he does end up. I just think it's interesting that you know. Here we are, what, a couple of weeks into AEW and he still hasn't announced anything. That's the kick, that's the real... I know, his, I think his New Japan thing doesn't isn't out till the end of the month, that might be why, but as you said, it's, it's so very similar to the AJ stuff. You just get, you just, you just like... Oh, just got to do it. I, it'd be fantastic. It, it changed the whole dynamic. Um... It just changed the whole dynamic of the Royal Rumble. Then, then we'd be thinking, "Oh, which crappy legend's going to come back and stuff?" But if Omega's in it, it's just like I, I can't give a fucking toss. <laughs> I could not give a toss. Um, so yeah, yeah, it'd just be, oh, it'd just, it'd just be game changing if Omega was in the Royal Rumble, even if it's just like a one year contract. If that, even a six month one, just getting past WrestleMania. That could work. Then he can go to AEW. But just the fact, 
you just it'd just be a great moment, and as you said, it'd make some great WrestleMania moments, and that possibly something that WWE could do is probably have short term people on. I mean, even if they're just giving some people a stage, but if 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 it if it's lightning in a bottle, it's lightning in a bottle. So it, it'd be so perfect to do. Yeah, it, it would. I mean, I, I I wouldn't imagine they'd do anything like a six month contract. I I, yeah, I would have thought yeah. probably a couple of years. Uh, which again, you know, he, he's at an age where he can do a couple of years and then he can still move on. And and if AEW has got this is the thing, AEW as yet doesn't have a network TV deal and everything like that. You know, it sounds great and it sounds exciting and hardcore fans love it because they've got a base audience and, and yada yada yada. But and they've certainly got back in there. But until it really gets off the, off the ground, you know, who's to say that it? it it just doesn't become. It just becomes another global force wrestling project. Mm. So, He'll always have that door open as well, won't he, Kenny? That's the thing. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing. Yeah. He could. He sign up for a couple of years. If he's not happy with how it's progressed, he can move on. He can go back to New Japan. He can. He can then go to AEW if if it's off, if it's up and running and it's doing well. You know, the, the possibilities would still be there for him. So. Yeah, I, it's, I don't know. I, I think it's. I just think it's intriguing that nothing's really been said because I know, obviously, is um, like you said, his contract's not up yet. So you know, there's the respect side of that and everything like that. But you know, I don't know. I, I just kind of think if he was definitely going there, it, perhaps it would have been an indication that that's going to be happening. You know, and it would have been done in a respectful way. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe yeah. maybe we're overthinking yeah. it. Maybe we're just overthinking it. So, mm. what other, what NXT call ups do you reckon will come up then? I know we mentioned it on the uh, NXT bit, but had a week to stew on it now. Who, any any others you reckon a bit more concrete now? I'm I'm still going with um, Velveteen Dream. I think I think we'll see him, and I think we'll see him quite early on, and he'll get yeah. a good showing. I think Adam Cole will be a sure thing as well. Mm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm possibly. I'm not hundred percent. He better be. I put him on that Paddy Power thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just I, I think Velveteen at the moment he's on for me is the only one potentially. Yeah, yeah. There's there's the voice they've got a lot of roster filler and whatnot, haven't they? So, what about Drew McIntyre then? Do you think there's not a possibility that he wins the Rumble? I think it'd be fucking fantastic if he if he won. And I think it'd be fantastic if it was him v Lesnar, but obviously there's not really a face heel dynamic there. But I mean, in another world, imagine Brian v Drew. Obviously, I don't want either changing character. The only, that's the only thing with Drew. I'd love to see him in a WrestleMania title match, and I think he's deserved it because he's been he has been one of the best things on Raw this year, pretty comfortably, probably top two with Seth. Um. It's just, you don't see the... Unless Finn wins, you don't see the dynamic there. And we've already yeah. seen Finn v. Drew, so I can't really see it. No, I think uh, I think we'll get Braun v. Drew at WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I was going to say, uh, I think, to be honest, I think I think Drew's been harmed somewhat by that, the whole Baron Corbin thing. I, I mm. think that, that took a little bit off him as, as a character, and, it, and it's hurt him, and I... I think he's he's in a little bit of a funny place at the moment. He's not quite. I think he's getting back towards where he was, but not quite there yet. I, 
If I was to put money on the match at WrestleMania for Drew McIntyre, I would say Kurt Angle. Ooh. That's an interesting shout. There's another st- shout st- for you. Yeah, I'd still stick with Braun because I think they've been building to that for a while. Mm. But I'd, I'd prefer your shout. I won't yeah. lie. That's how much I've gone off Braun. I'd rather see like a hundred-year-old Kurt Angle. Fucking hell. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's about five foot two now, Kurt Angle. Yeah, and when he walks, it's four. <laughs> four foot oh, it's, it, it, I know it pain, it's painful for me because I I loved watching him at his peak. He was awesome. Absolutely yeah. incredible. So it's kind of sad to see him so banged up now, but hey. So overall, I mean, you've got to put your you've got to put your your money on it. If you've got to put money on it, then are you you going with Seth Rollins? Yeah, I just I, he's, I think it's too obvious, but I think it's obvious for a reason. I think it'll be Seth. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna have to agree. I'm gonna have to agree. But uh, overall, then. Uh, we've got, you know, we've run out of time now. We've got to wrap things up. Overall, um, looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even if the card was shit on Rumble weekends, you always look forward to the Rumble matches. I mean, some of them have been a bit shit. Uh, Nineteen ninety nine. Good. That's a good way to go back to the start. <laughs> there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the Rumble's always eventful. NXT. Can make any any weekend bad uh, any bad WWE pay per view good uh, weekend good. Um, so yeah, I think it'll be a cracking weekend, if not the best weekend. Because as I, I don't think I said it on the recording, but it's a supply. It's a surprisingly strong card, apart from the horrendous tag team match we're going to watch. Yeah, so uh, there you have it, folks. Um, it's it's it promises to be a big weekend anyway. We've got the NXT takeover, we've got the Royal Rumble event, the Royal Rumble matches. So many big things happening this weekend, and and really yes, it, it really does set things up, begins to things up for WrestleMania. So it, it's it's a huge weekend for wrestling fans. Uh, don't forget to share your um, your picks with us uh, via Twitter at pw underscore index is our Twitter handle. That's where you can find us. Uh, send us your picks for the Royal Rumble. Uh, give us your suggestions who you think might be surprise entrance into the men's and the women's Rumble matches. Please Don't do forget get bingo. in touch with us. Yeah, oh yeah, we'll uh, we'll see if we can set up uh, Royal Rumble bingo. That'll be uh, that'll be fun as well. So yeah, and guy, it'll be uh, we'll be back next week, won't we, to uh, to look back on the whole shebang and um, and give it our thoughts. Yeah, I've got Tadiwa joining us as well. Uh, so that'll be, I think that'll be his debut. So good stuff, good stuff. Looking forward to it. Yes, definitely looking forward to it. So until until next week, um, fans, uh, fans, <laughs> listeners, I should say, uh, thank you so much for tuning in, listening to the podcast. We really do appreciate each and every one of you. But for now, till next week, from myself, Andy Wills, and Guy Drinkle here at the Pro Wrestling Index, it's bye-bye now. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.